Welcome to the Worship Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for episode 250 of the Worship Probs podcast. Too fitty. Too fitty. Too fitty. <laughs> Can you believe that? Oh, that's amazing. It's absolutely 250. amazing. 250. We've done this 250 times. That's incredible to that me. That is. And we're here. You're here. We're so glad you're here. We're going to do those three E's that we do every week. Entertain, encourage, and equip. We The entertain part comes in. We want to make you laugh. Right. Um, it's for lack of a better comparison, it's like the gateway drug. Laughter is our <laughs> gateway drug to get you into deeper conversations about ministry and the probs that you're facing, right? Yeah. Then we want to encourage you in those that, that hey, we can find a solution. And we then we want to equip you with solutions. And so yeah. that's kind of what we're working on. And um, one of the things you can do for us that would really, really help is to run over to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating and a really solid review, man. That would mean the world to us. Helps us get out there. You know, we're, our goal is to crack that top 200 on the yeah, uh, yeah. iTunes I, and I don't, don't want to give any attention to some of those, but people should really go look for themselves at the top 200 in religion and spirituality because there are... F- there are a few in there that I'm like, how did this make yeah. it into this type of a podcast yeah. category? So you yeah. go, go check it out. Just go check it out for yourself. There's some that shouldn't be there. <laughs> help us, help us get <laughs> help there. Us get help there. us get there. Yeah. Help us get there. And guys, to know her is to love her. You've, you're hearing from her already. <laughs> she's a, she's a deep well of, of, uh, I'm waiting know, for wisdom, it. Okay. Wisdom <laughs> and humor and all of that. It's big Yonsei. I did not know what was coming. I just, <laughs> you and I had a little back and forth in the, the comments of the meme the other day. So I was waiting yeah, for, you yeah. know, just. <laughs> well, you know, when it comes to new slang, I'm at max capacity. Yeah. So. You, <laughs> I heard someone uh, on a, another podcast ding, say Seshies, Seshies the other day oh. for sessions. They were like Seshi. Yeah. And I'm like, Brian would totally say that. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't done it yet. But yeah. Hey, it's good to be back. <laughs> Like you said, we're going to share resources. Mm. We're going to be sharing some prayer concerns, which is always a highlight. Always. Always. Always the highlight. OG. 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 I love some OG. Yeah. Uh, We're going to be sliding to the DMs. We're going to revisit one that we had to cut from our uh, agenda the other week because, you know, we we just got- We ran too long. We ran too long. We got swept away. We ran too long. Yeah. We senior pastored that episode. (laughs) Yeah, we did. The band (laughs) didn't come up and play us out soon enough, so uh, (laughs) we ran out of time. So it's it's a follow-up to a DM that we had addressed a couple of weeks ago, a few episodes ago about closing the gap, kind of like when when new leaders come in and they bring change to the team. Um, you know, how do you kind of pace that and balance mm-hmm. that? You got, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. volunteers are on all kinds of different levels. So we're going to, you know, we're going to kind of tackle that, uh, dive in a little bit deeper there. And then uh, we're going to be sharing a conversation that we got to have with our friend, Steve Arterburn from New Life. Oh man, yeah. So yeah, got a lot of good stuff. One of my, he's one of my all-time favorites. One of your favorites. And speaking, speaking of all-time favorites, let Jen tell you about our friends at Planning Center. Let's talk about the way that Planning Center can help organize your church ministries. 
Many of you are already familiar with Planning Center and may even be using services to plan your weekly events and schedule volunteers. But what you might not be as familiar with is that Planning Center is actually an all-in-one church management software system. Planning Center can help keep your whole church engaged by creating space for important data like prayer requests and event attendance, or even tracking first-time guests, making follow-up simple and easy. With different products on a unified platform, your whole team can stay aligned across ministries and eliminate anyone working in silos or having to track information across multiple programs. There are so many things you can do with Planning Center. And best of all, you can customize how you use it based on your church's ministry needs. Anyone on your team using Planning Center, whether they run sound, play drums, or schedule volunteers, has access to Planning Center's training materials and support team too. So go to planningcenter.com to learn more and get started for free. So Jennifer, um, last week we did a little bit of a rant on snack foods. Yes. I think that was just last week. Yeah. Let's talk cereal. Oh man, I um, love cereal. I love cereal. Well, okay. So uh, carbs, one single carb makes me swell up like a like right. a M- Macy's balloon. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, I've been off cereal for years. Right. And I made the mistake of buying Honey Nut Cheerios oh, about man. two months ago. And they're now is again a staple in our house. Yeah. So what about what about House of Smale? Nothing kind of nothing you- hits like a bowl of cereal though. Oof, like a lot of times so if I'm up in the middle of the night, I can't sleep. Uh, just in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know what'll fix it. You just need to grab a right. bowl of cereal and then your tum tums <laughs> can be happy and you can lay down and go back to sleep. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm in the same boat though. Uh, carbs, yeah. not really my friend. Um, so I try my best to not eat cereal. So now I tend to be addicted to the healthy cereal. Oh, gotcha. yeah. So I've gotten hooked on this, this, oh gosh, the kids make fun of me because when I see it's on sale at the store, I lose my mind and they're like, wow, mom. Cause it's like this nature's path Oh, nice. Bran with uh, like pumpkin seeds and raisins, and my kids like they won't even oh. try it. They're like, "Oh, mom!" <laughs> um, but no, I do love cereal. I, I love cocoa puffs. I think I've talked to you about that s'mores cereal, which I shouldn't oh, tell you. I need to have that because yeah, I'm going to lead a friend astray. But <laughs> man, s'more cereal! It's like golden grams cocoa puffs with like mini marshmallows in them. Oh gosh, it's amazing. Oh, gosh. I, I there aren't too many cereals I don't like. Yeah, I love cereal. Man, I do too. Um, I remember back in the day. You know, Fruit Loops, yep. Apple Jacks, yes. Cocoa Pebbles. I was a co- big Cocoa yeah. Pebble guy. Yeah. Um, I just got to make better choices. Now, you know? I, I remember the day that I discovered better cereals because I was raised, you know, uh, <laughs> on rice puffs. Were you ever given that garbage as a oh, child? Yeah. yeah it, where it's absolutely. like, if you don't scarf it down in 10 seconds, it's like just a bowl of mush and there's no yeah. flavor. I'll never forget the first time my mom brought home like a box of uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, and I'm man. like, what is this goodness? This has existed. How have, how has this Phenomenal. not been a part of my life? Oof. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. So, you know, this part of the podcast brought to you by, <laughs> you know. General Mills. General Mills. Post Max Kellogg's. Capacity on the flavor. <laughs> flavor. Oh my gosh. Uh, this would be a really bad segment. But speaking of flavor, uh, <laughs> our... Our friends, our friends at Five Words Media, we've been partnering with them on Free Church AV since the very beginning. And you guys know what this is. Like this is Five Words Media, AVL integrators. Like if your church is looking for building a building or expanding your production, call Five Words. You can get the link in our bio. And they've, for four years in a row, they have given away an AVL system to a church valued at $200,000. Yeah. Well, they're doing it again. 
But in season five, the system is jumping to $250,000. So you have like two easy steps to get in this. Uh, Hit the link in our bio and get in on Free Church AV. I Mm -hmm. promise you, Jen has been to installs. I've been to installs. It is absolutely real and it is unbelievable to watch how God is using this uh, to equip churches to 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 make an impact for right. the kingdom on on maybe even a wider level. Right. You've got nothing to lose by entering. So it's like if your exactly. church has some real need, enter and just, you know, see what happens. See what you happens. You got to be in it to win you it. You got to be in it though. Yep. In it to win it. Um, hey, we've got a little something fun coming down the pike. We've got two conferences, okay, coming up. SALT Conference, November 15th through the 17th in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's if you if you work to equip, you know, the, ch- the church to worship, this is for you. If you're a, uh, on the music side, if you're on the production side, you're stage design, whatever mm-hmm. you're doing, planning, there's something for everybody. Uh, and hit the link in our bio. You can save a little money uh, by registering for SALT. And then we've got Refuel. We were at yeah. Refuel last year for the first time up at uh, in the Waka, Mishawaka, Indiana, yep. Bethel University. That's uh, January 19th and 20th. We're going to be there. Um, it's amazing us. time to be in Indiana too. Um, it is. It's beautiful. It tropical. Was, is what, what, yeah. It's it been was. described as tropical. Yes. And Northern Indiana <laughs> Northern <is special>. Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be quite tropical. <laughs> but it, you yeah. know what though? Being in there with refuel though, it was, it was pretty, it oh, was, man, your spirit phenomenal. gets lit up and yeah, you don't notice that cold anymore. So yeah, yeah. we, we love our, our folks, our friends at refuel. Yeah. So uh, join us up there. Uh, worship karaoke, man. Season two is out. We've, we've been having a blast with these. Uh, check them out. Follow us on YouTube at worship probs, uh, American musical supply and, and, um, they're they're just incredible sponsoring that uh, worship karaoke. We're so grateful for them. Um, hey, and we we may very well have something fun coming up. Worship probs bingo <laughs> that could result in you meeting up with me in the nation's capital. Wow. Okay. So just okay. Keep an eye out for that. Yeah. You never know. Okay. Bingo. I was thinking like a senior center, but <laughs> but no. It's if you were the one up there cranking the I know. thing with I was those like, ping is pong that balls. my job? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one tossing the ping pong balls around. <laughs> Man. Well, Brian, you know what time it is. Yes, Jen, what time is it? I think it's time for prayer concerns. Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear or maybe have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz, and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today.
Guys, we love prayer concerns. And if you're new to the podcast, this is what a prayer concern is. Sometimes your congregation writes in with stuff that they didn't care for in the service. They didn't care for how you did it or how loud it was or how you lit it or why you did it even in the first place. And so people write in and share these from all over the world. Uh, you can go to our website, worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab, submit yours there anonymously. Um, we'll never mention your name or your church's name, or you can just DM these to us on the uh, on the socials. Uh, and this is un, in, under that entertain, you know, E. Okay. Uh, we want to make you laugh and just remind you that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. So let's dive right in. These are OG prayer concerns today. Number one, prayer concern number one. I was told that our team played too many contemporary songs. And the same week, I was told we never played hymns anymore. Our set consisted of two hymns and two contemporary songs. <laughs> split in half. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good yeah. balance in my that's book. A, that would be a good balance, but... <laughs> that'd be kind of like the definition of balance. Yeah, exactly. I would, exactly. I would, exactly. Good 50-50. Equal, equal. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, man. Gosh. Oh, my Lord. Okay, number two, prayer concern number two. I've been growing a beard for about three or four years now, and I lead worship at a church that does not know what I look out with like I look like without the beard. So I've always had the beard at this at this church. A man came up to me after service and said, Hey man, what's with the fake beard? And started pulling on oh. <laughs> my beard hair. <laughs> Was the guy new? Like what? And then he says, I've not seen this person since. Yeah. Okay. Also, let's maybe not pull people's facial hair. Let's just. <laughs> yeah. Again, I would kind of fall. We're kind of, we're on record as maybe anti-touching. Anti-touch. Yeah. Unless, it's just you not... know, a little, maybe fist bump. Right. You know, right. Hand, maybe a handshake. Yes. That's, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you really, really know the person well, maybe a hug, maybe, maybe. side hug, whatever, yeah. you know, but yeah, but yeah, the facial hair pulling. The, I don't that was a bit that's... far. He crossed the line. He, he definitely crossed cross the, the line. Definitely <laughs> crossed the line. Okay, number three, prayer concern number three. We recently asked our congregation to write on a card the answer to this question. What is one thing holding you back in your relationship with Jesus? And to turn it in anonymously for the ministry staff to look over as we go on our yearly planning retreat. We had someone write, make the traditional service more traditional, remove the drums from the choir specials and get the words off the screens and use the hymnals again. <laughs> Those are the things that That's are going to help me in my relationship. They're holding the relationship back with Jesus. Drums, Ooh, drums. on the choir special. <laughs> drums oh, on the choir special. Where there's a will, there's a way. And uh, yeah, they, they found it. <laughs> they found the way to voice that complaint. Oh my gosh. Come on, fam. Yeah. Uh, okay, number four, prayer concern number four. This comment just simply said, Kleenex at every other chair. That's a lot of Kleenex. <laughs> quite <laughs> a bit of Kleenex. Depending on the size of your room, <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's yeah. quite a bit of are tissue. They, I was like, are they using a lot of haze? It's got like corn allergies all across the room. Like what? <laughs> every other Kleenex chair. Kleenex at every other chair. Every other every chair. Every other chair. Wow. Every other chair. <laughs> or, or you could just get one of those travel packs and carry it with you. That Just carry it with you, just right? Just bring your own. Maybe bring your own. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe, can you imagine they come in with like one of those travel packs attached to an armband and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> hey, we should patent that. 
Uh-oh. Yeah. I hear, I smell a creative meeting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Here's the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup, prayer concern number five. Now this one, I just read them as they come, fam. I don't embellish. Okay. It says, for context, I'm a female vocalist. A gentleman that I've never met approached me and excitedly said, hey, when do you sing again? I replied, maybe in a few weeks. Him, I love when you lead. I watch your lips the whole time. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And I don't think his wife was amused. <laughs> oh, oh no. This is two weeks in a row. Yeah, now, yeah. It's, do not be creeping <laughs> no, up on your worship leaders. No. Man. And I, I feel like people sometimes think it's going to be a compliment, but I've had that happen to me before too. Not, yeah. When are you leading? I like when you sing. Yeah. And, and, and it was a similar dynamic in whatever the intention was, it was completely missed because that's creepy. So <laughs> ESA. Very, stop very creepy. That's soup's creeps, man. <laughs> soup's creeps. Soup's creeps. Uh, uh, fam, so those are prayer concerns. Please keep them coming. Go to the website uh, and click on the prayer concerns tab and submit yours there or DM them to us on the socials. Well, speaking of DMs, we love to uh, unpack your questies. And we do that in a segment that we call sliding into the DMs. Sliding into the DMs is brought to you by Subsplash. As a worship leader, you've got a lot on your plate. You're figuring out team rotations, developing talent, running rehearsals, collaborating with your pastor, caring for your congregation. And on top of that, too many worship leaders are also supposed to be technical experts. Whether it's lighting or live streaming, social media or media hosting, it's like someone wrote tech guru on your job description in invisible ink. But what if you could stay focused on what's most important to you and still get the rest of your job done? Enter Subsplash, the complete digital platform for your church. In one place, you can create and manage your church's app and website, live stream and archive your services, manage people, volunteers and events, and so much more. Subsplash makes it simple to connect all of your digital tools so that they work together and work for you. Book a demo to learn more about Subsplash at subsplash.com slash WLP. When you use that link to book a demo, you'll get a special discount, but you've got to use that link. Again, that's subsplash.com slash WLP. Uh, so Jen, we, we love your questions. Yeah. You know, first of all, I always want you to know that. And Jen mentioned this earlier. We had this one slotted in for a previous episode and we just ran out of time. Mm-hmm. So um this was in follow-up to a DM about closing the gap. Like if you've got really skilled people on your team and right. then kind of people who are just starting out on your team, mm-hmm. how do you help to narrow that gap, you know, uh between the the abilities? Well, this one is kind of a follow-up to that. Um, you've got different abilities on the team. But you have a new leader who just got there and is making all kinds of changes really, really fast, Mm -hmm. introducing an MD, music director, and the Nashville number system. And they're doing that in an environment where most of the people are uh, just starting out. And so you're kind of, uh, you're kind of fire hosing people who are really kind of still learning the the trade. Right. And so uh, this person is asking, you know, how do you... How would you handle this? Uh, I think with the new leader. Wow. So mm. 
<laughs> probably what we come back to a lot, a conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And not maybe, a con- maybe start off with a Starbucks gift card. Hey, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Brother or sister. Let's, really love you. let's meet up Appreciate at Starbucks. I'll buy you some coffee. And yeah, exactly. Again, what we don't want to do is go talk to the rest of the team and get some yeah, sort of yeah, a, a, a yeah. general consensus. It's one thing if you observe something like, oh, I've noticed this person's really struggling or I've heard people say whatever. But again, I don't think that's the way to approach it. Um, yeah, so a conversation rough. is definitely, definitely warranted. Uh, yeah. Maybe to a, a, a new leader, it is hard because you do, you, there's times where you do want to raise the bar. You want to, yeah. you know, if you're yeah. trying to hit a different kind of a level, then the bar has to come up, but you do have to couple it yeah. with giving people the grace to, to kind of get there. And I think it can be obvious when someone is just not trying at all. That, the, and, and that's, that's different. If you got someone that's just like, nope, I like the way, you know, this is how I've done it. You know, we've heard stories where people, the drummer, I don't need a click. I don't need, nope, this is how I've always done it. Okay. Well, then yeah. that's, then that's something else we deal with. But I do think we have to kind of have, we have to balance like, Hey, here's the bar, but let's, let's give people the tools. Let's give people the grace. Let's help them. Let's help them get there and not overwhelm them. That I mean, yeah. like that sounds like a lot of change at once. MD, you got to know the national number system. You know, probably yeah, going no right. music stands. Like that's a lot at once for people. It's a lot at once. It's it's a lot at once. And uh, I always tell people like worship leader one hundred and one is kind of know your congregation. Yeah, I would say like worship leader one hundred and two is know your team. Like yep. how do you how, how are you going to engage your congregation? Because that's really what it's about. Whatever right. system you're using, yeah. it's really about con- giving your your congregation an opportunity to connect to Jesus and mm-hmm. to connect to God in worship. And uh, so all your systems really should be designed to help you do that, to yeah. enhance that. And so if you're coming in and you've got a lot of beginners, um, you know, man, I, I, I would I would encourage you to, get to know them, you yeah. know, kind of get a good gauge on where everybody is. And then if, if you're, let's say your, your long-term goal is Nashville number system. And I'll straight up with you, I've never been in a church where we use that before. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I think you have to have a pretty decent grasp of music theory to know yeah. what the numbers mean and all, all of that. But I, I don't think, maybe starting there is the best, mm-hmm. you know, approach. You got to right. know your people, know where they are. And if that's your end goal, right. then put a plan in place, put right. some training processes in place to right. help them get there because there's nothing, there's nothing worse for a volunteer than not having the tools that they need mm-hmm. to effectively do what they're there to do. Right. Right. I mean, that's, that's defeating. It them. is. It's very defeating. Well, and I was to say, like, instead of a big giant leap, then let's take baby steps. Let's say your t- the team still is using music stands and you want to see the music stands go away, but you also want to get to national numbers. Okay. So start small. Like, okay, hey, the first step is going to be, let's all memorize the music and we could still call them by their chord names. You know, if, if you've got an MD, yeah. you know, whatever, like, let's take baby steps to get us where we need to be because that's overwhelming to go, oh, I have to memorize music. And I have to know this, the national numbers, like that can just be so jarring for people. And I mm-hmm. think in most of our contexts, we don't have a lot of professional musicians. You've got, you know, someone who's maybe learned to play by ear or they haven't been able to take, you know, theory classes. And so the way that they that their basis of knowledge is just different. So yeah, I, yeah. I think that we just, yeah, yeah we got to be careful. But it sounds like the person who wrote this in isn't the leader. Um, so, uh, I, you know, maybe they're just observing something, maybe they're on the team and they're feeling 
something, but um, what they've got to do is kind of maybe go in love and just directly talk to the leader, raise some of the concerns that they have and, and go from there. Yeah. And like you said, in the conversation, um, Hey, glad you're here. Love you. I think, you know, God's going to use you here, you know, package that in some affirmation. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm not here to just be critical, but Mm -hmm. you know, as maybe somebody who's been around here for a little while, I think, uh, you know, the teams are, the teams are getting a little overwhelmed. And so it might, might, uh, might serve you well to kind of hit the pause button on some of the new stuff. Right. Well, and I think, I think it's John Maxwell who says the, the people buy into the leader before they buy into the vision. And uh, what can happen is we get, you know, overzealous in a new leadership position mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, I've got this vision and this is what we're going to go to. And it's like the people haven't bought into you yet. Right. So right. the relational side needs to be emphasized before you start to yeah. roll out this change and that change. And this is a new expectation. Like instead, um, get a solid footing of relationship with the team, get to know them before you start kind of like bringing a new demand out of them or, mm-hmm. you know, that's just lack of a better word, but let's develop relationship first and yeah. then see, then see where we can go. Slow your roll, man. Slow your roll. <laughs> Slow your roll. <laughs> well, if you've got questions, uh, you can DM these to us uh, on the socials. Uh, you can also uh, just send us an email, info at worshipleaderprobs.com, and uh, we will maybe unpack your question on the podcast. Well, uh, as Jen said earlier, we had a chance to sit down with Steve Arterburn uh, recently, and I want to tell you a little bit about him. Uh, so Steve Arterburn founded New Life in 1988. So it's been around a while. Uh, And today, New Life Ministries is a nationally recognized faith-based broadcasting and counseling uh, nonprofit organization. They're providing ministry through radio, TV, a counseling network, workshops, support groups, and numerous written audio and video resources. All new new life resources are based on God's truth and help those who are hurting find and build connections and experience life transformation, which is what we're all about. Mm-hmm. Um, their radio program, New Life Live, uh, which is the, kind of the centerpiece of their ministry, is broadcast on more than 250 Christian radio stations every day, uh, including most major metropolitan areas uh, with Sirius and XM satellite radio. Uh, Steve's written numerous books, including Every Man's Battle, which we've been telling you about for a while, Take Your Life Back, and many others. He's appeared on virtually every media outlet you can imagine, places like Good Morning America, The New York Times, GQ, and many, many others. Now, I'm going to tell you something. GQ's never come to me. No. Yeah. And said, hey, Bri, can we... Can we do a little spread, a little spread on you? Yeah. In, in GQ, no, yeah. it's not ever happened. <laughs> but nope. it happened for Steve. That's pretty cool. It is. <laughs> uh, so Kim and I have had the honor to lead worship for New Life on trips to Alaska, Greece, and Israel. And I can tell you, Steve is the real deal and happens to be one of my all-time favorite people. Uh, you can click the link in our bio to find out more about New Life, or you can even call eight hundred New Life. Uh, to find helpful resources from New Life. So let's jump into our interview with Steve Arterburn. Today's interview is brought to you by New Life and the Every Man's Battle Workshop. As a man, sexual integrity can feel so far out of reach, but it doesn't have to be that way. Just one weekend can give you the help and hope you're seeking from a life of sexual addiction to a life of freedom from shame and guilt. Addictive and compulsive sexual behaviors don't have to control your life. 
And once you attend the Every Man's Battle workshop, you'll discover you are not alone and begin to live the life you want. Click on the link in our bio to find out more about the Every Man's Battle workshop and explore the many other offerings from our friends at New Life. Transforming lives through compassionately communicating God's truth and connecting people into redemptive relationships. Well, the Worship Probs podcast is thrilled to have Mr. Steve Arterburn back. Steve, thank you for taking the time. Glad to be here. Love being with you. And Jen wasn't here before, but I'm sure uh, she's going to be great because I heard she got a job being critical. So that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's how she... <laughs> that sums it up. That basically, that's, that's basically right. Never underestimate the power of making fun of someone you don't know. Exactly. It, it just God opens, God opens doors with it. He does. So. Serious oh, Lord. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, yeah. So welcome back, Steve. We're excited. You, you're a returning guest. It's been a bit, but you're a returning guest. So we are um, really excited to talk to you. Um, well, I'm excited because I, had... I rarely get asked back ever. So okay. Yeah. So this, is, this is something special for you then. It really is. <laughs> uh, so how have things been going for you? Well, you know, usually people go, hey, great. But oh my goodness, I I had a little mini stroke and uh, my heart was an AFib, two kidneys were infected. I was a mess. And, you know, mm-hmm. I've always not been that guy, you know, and so mm-hmm. I was that guy. And then a month later, my mom died and it was it, it was horrible. Uh, but you know, Brian came over for my birthday and I, I, I don't know what it was, just his presence. I, I was healed. So yeah. thank you. Brian. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that should go so, on your resume, Brian. <laughs> right. So Steve, Steve is a very incredible singer. And so I went over and played like some standards for him to record. And uh, man, it was a blast. We did uh, some enchanted evening and all these, man, incredible voice. Uh Right. Incredible voice. So yeah, it was an honor. Well, you were so great. And it was uh, and had the whole family there. It was just a really meaningful time. My, that was what my wife gave me for my birthday is to have a recording because uh, I think she's putting me in an old folks home pretty soon and just <laughs> thought it'd be nice to play what I sound like to the children. Yeah, that's good. That, I love that. Oh she's, she's intentional about the way she's doing it. She, she yeah. is. She <laughs> is. Yeah. Um, well you, okay. Incredible family. We love all of you guys and you're one of my all time favorite people. And we've had the chance, we've had the chance to travel together with new life, some incredible places. I can remember, uh, standing on the Southern steps, uh, in Jerusalem leading worship and Steve speaking. I mean, it was just, it's just unbelievable. You were with us, uh, for episodes 48 and 49 back in October of 2019. It's been way too long, uh, and so we're thrilled to have you back. Um, and I'm wondering if, for our listeners, you founded New Life back in 1988, yeah. if I'm correct. Yeah, this is our 35th and, birthday. Oh, my word. Incredible. Incredible. And so there, so much has grown out of what you started back in 1988. I wonder if you can tell the listeners a little bit about New Life and how it's evolved over the years into all the things that you guys are offering today. Well, um, nothing would make sense if I didn't know the story of Gideon, you know, who was 
the worst, weakest guy in the worst, weakest family, you know? And so, uh, but I, I just was approached by some men to start this organization that I could create. And I said, well, I want to do Christian therapy. And I ended up with 32 uh, Christian units around the country. And uh, then we also acquired Ramuda Ranch with state-of-the-art Christian treatment for young women with eating disorders. And then I started Women of Faith in 96. And uh, Women of Faith had, you know, I mean, third year, we went to 350,000 uh, women in sellout arena, 18,000 people in an arena. Wow. And wow. Um, we ended up over the years, uh, 5 million women came. And um, wow. over wow. half million accepted Christ, and mm. uh, you know the mm. music was some oh, of the most spectacular music, and then the speakers were just great. So um, we were a venture capital funded for profit company. When we hit ninety two million in revenue, um, the venture capitalists sold it, and we spun off New Life into a not for profit, and uh, now we are uh, doing intensive programs where somebody will speak on a weekend and then you go into a group with a Christian counselor. And so what we were doing in those psych units, we're doing now in hotels on the weekend. And it's just so rewarding. And the most recent thing that happened is uh, we ended up um, in a partnership with the Green Family and Museum of the Bible. And we've created a different women's event and uh, this was, I just love when I have an idea and somebody wants to do it. And when I told yeah, Steve Green right, this idea, right. he said, well, you come help us do it. And so rather than uh, ask them for money, we actually raised a half million dollars for them. I was a founding donor of the Museum of the Bible. And before it opened, my friend took a pre-tour and said, did you know your Bible is on display at the Museum of the Bible. One of the coolest things ever, uh, the Life Recovery Bible, it sold over 4 million Bibles, and there it was, one of the greatest honors ever. But we created so this cool. women's event called Lumina, uh, which is happening this year, October 27th and 28th. We did the first one last year, and then we'll do our second one uh, this year. And it is all about immersing people in the Bible in such a way that mm -hmm. you're inspired to go out and do something in your church and uh, make a difference with God's word. So mm. been very fortunate. It's awesome. Wow. So awesome. That's incredible. Uh, I love the new life mission statement. I'm going to, I just want to share a little bit with our listeners. Um, it starts with this new life ministries offers compassionate and empowering solutions to those who find themselves in life's difficult places and who are missing what God desires for their lives. Okay, so since you were on the last time, the, the world's changed a little bit. Uh, we've yeah. gone through a pandemic. There's 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 been some stuff that's uh, that we've all wow. kind of faced mm -hmm. different levels of difficulty and challenges. Do you see um, people facing anything new, new challenges, new difficulties as a result of of the pandemic and sort of what we've kind of come through over these last few years? Two things. Um, I think people have found themselves uh, feeling something different because they're not as connected to others. So many people are, you know, they they were used to going to work. They didn't know the value of connecting. And then COVID mm. changed that. They didn't go back to work. Now uh, they're so disconnected, they, they're demanding a four-day work week, which 
kind of makes sense in many ways. Uh, so there's this lack of connection there. And then you add to that uh, what COVID did was uh, help us see that, you know, we might be in danger in a lot of ways other than a bomb. And uh, so there's, I think, an underlying insecurity that's there since COVID. And uh, then I'll add a third thing. It, a lot of people are insecure over the economy, inflation, uh, their dollars go less or buy less. And and so all of that, it it just says maybe this isn't the best time in the world uh, for us. And, um, you know, I've been a teaching pastor for 20 years and uh, a lot of churches are still trying to get back to where they were before COVID and they can't do it while other churches are exceeding where they were before COVID. And like so many things, it doesn't feel like it's fair. And so the best advice I can give anybody in any situation, stop comparing yourself. Just do what's before you. And if you're going to compare yourself, then you're either going to be extremely arrogant or you're going to feel inferior. Neither one is what God wants you to fear. I mean, to feel. Mm. So um, it's a tough time for a lot of people. Mm, boy, it sure is. Boy, in that comparison game in in worship, especially, you know, as worship leaders, we're comparing ourselves and what's the church down the street got? What are the bells and whistles they're using or whatever? And um, wow, that's a great, it's so healthy. that's a great reminder. So healthy to be worried yeah. about what the church down the street is doing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so like our community, the, our listeners, it's made up of leaders and volunteers who serve the local church in worship and production. So, um, you know, building, building that community always was a challenge, but now coming out of that, what you said, you know, what you just talked about, uh, what, what would you say to those local church leaders who are working hard to to build and develop a healthy community as they work to serve their local churches? Are there a couple of helps that maybe you have that they could try, you know, coming out of all the stuff we've experienced over the last few years? Well, I, I don't have uh, a lot of advice that's uh, universal, but, but the comparison one is, and um, here's the other one. How about we lower our expectations a little bit? Dream big, think big, but really um, the person, like when you get married, how can you go wrong by lowering your expectations of the honeymoon and, and all of that? And then now your expectations can be exceeded. And if my uh, expectations are every time I ask for something, God's going to grant it, I'm going to be very disappointed and frustrated. Um, so lower your expectations and just stay in that humble mode of a humble servitude and but still be confident because you've been called to this position. So you want to not be a one-dimensional human being. You want to be humble, but not feel like everybody's better than you. You just want to be humble. Jesus was a humble man. And the other thing is if uh, if you really feel like you've lost your love for people, um, then time to take a retreat, a sabbatical, whatever, because uh, 
the Bible is pretty clear. No matter what you do, you can be the best singer, leader, whatever. But if you don't have love, forget it. It's worthless. So if you lose your love, uh, that's serious. And it's worthy of a little time off. Excuse me as I adjust my seat. I have a uh, uh, one of the terminal, few terminal cases of ADHD. And uh, if I don't move, I will die. So uh, that's, what's, that's what's happening here. Oh, gosh. oh man, what a good word about love too, man. That's wow. Yeah. So, so Steve, obviously you've got some longevity, you know, in in ministry. You know, you you've you're a teaching pastor, and you know, new life has been around. You said for thirty five years. So, ministry is, you know, we all know it's challenging. It's difficult. It's it's mm-hmm. definitely not easy. It's not an easy road. Even just being a follower of Christ is not an easy road, but. If you were talking to someone who's just starting out, you know, we've got a lot of listeners uh, across the board. Some have been in it for a long time and some are just new and they're hungry and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're chomping a bit. They're looking for advice. They're, they're looking for words of wisdom. What, what would you say are some healthy patterns um, that maybe they could start with early on to just to help set them up to, to last long-term? You know, I'm sure, you know, like you would look at statistics with church positions, worship leaders. I mean, I think they're lasting like two years now in a position or something. They're catching up with with uh, youth pastors, you know, in that, which is heartbreaking and it's sad. So what, what's something you could say, some wisdom about patterns and, and rhythms that could really help set them up for long-term, you know, success for lack of a better word? Well, I'm quite experienced in this area because when I was going to Baylor, um, I was a music major one year uh, because in my town, I was the best singer ever. And then I go to Baylor Music School and discover what the word mediocre meant. Because <laughs> compared to some of these people, oh, my goodness, they were amazing. Um, but I became the uh, minister of music. Back then, that was the term uh, at a church in McGregor. And uh, I learned a lot of stuff uh, being the worship leader for the 95 people that attended that church. Um, (laughs) But, you know, the thing that I found that was a plague was when you're looking for the next big thing. Mm -hmm. And so many people are looking so hard for the next big thing that you're miserable in the great thing that you have before you. And, um, I, I think you really ought to evaluate. Is, am I kind of obsessed with uh, what everybody else is doing? And am I up to speed? Am I doing uh, the big thing, the new thing? Or am I doing what the people that have hired me need the most? Maybe they're not there yet. Um, and maybe I just need to do this. By the same token, others are not moving toward anything new. And they're still back there because, you know, maybe the older people in the church are the ones that fund it. And so they don't want to rock the boat. But I'll tell you, uh, I heard this pastor sit down with the older people in the church. And uh, he said this. He said, I know what you want. You want things to say, stay the same. You want the music to be the music you like. Uh, that's what you want. And he said, but I think what you really want, and tell me if I'm wrong, 50 years from now, you want this church thriving 
with about eight times as many people here. And the people here are young families. You want to see children running around this church and screaming and having fun and learning about Jesus. He said, I think that's what you really want. So I can't give you what you want, but I can give you what you really want. And we're going to have to change some things to get what you really want. I just <laughs> thought Albert Einstein had jumped into the role of pastor. That was, to me, <laughs> okay, that was a brilliant way. Genius. And Absolutely. who can argue with that? Wow. And so when I went to work at uh, Northview as teaching pastor, which um, I think 12 campuses, uh, it was a few years ago, it was the third fastest growing church in America. Everything that was the priority had to do with young families. So uh, it didn't mean that other people weren't important and ministered to, but they were always asking, how can we get young families serviced here better than other places? And how can God uh, use us to minister to them? And it was just a brilliant strategy because um, that's how we change the world. Mm. especially mm. in a world that's being changed or has been changed by social media, probably the biggest uh, negative force. Great things about Internet since uh, Al Gore invented it. But it, there's so much negative um, that the social media, they're raising our kids. They're giving them mm. uh, values mm. or trying to put values into their head. And I don't know of any of the stuff going on that says, please, uh, pay attention to your parents, honor them. They're brilliant. Follow them. No, it's, hey, they don't know what they're talking about. They're old fashioned. And you've got to think new and different to be on the cutting edge. And so we've really lost mm. a lot of ground with that. Oof. Yes, we have. Wow. Wow. Um, man, I, there's about a thousand questions I'd love to ask you. Uh, if you if you were going to speak to... Um, let's say you're speaking to a leader who feels like they're kind of right there on the edge of being burned out. Mm -hmm. um, are there, are there symptoms that they should be looking for? Are there, um, are there aids out there for them? I mean, time away obviously is a great thing. Um, but what, what would, how would you counsel that leader who's like just right there on the edge? Well, having been around the block a few times, uh, when somebody's burned out, it seems to me that it occurs when you're trying too hard. And when I say too, too hard, it just means you're using too much energy and your inner resources to accomplish something. And no matter how well you accomplish it, it doesn't have the emotional, spiritual, psychological return to you that you were expecting. You might have amazing results, but it's still, it's, and so you're just trying and burning up and nothing replenishes. It's like, uh, you know, I read uh, Steve Martin's book, uh, Born Standing Up or whatever it is. It was a great book. And he talked about the reality of being a comedian where you, you go to these places and Nobody laughs. And then one night they laugh like crazy. And you're satisfied about one hour. And then you're worried about the next place. No, 
nobody's super, superhuman like that. So burnout, I think, comes when we truly are surrendered, do our best, um, and then look at the results I got into, by looking into the lives of the people that were impacted and not so focused on how I feel about it, but look at it. Um, you know, I can be depressed, anxious, whatever, but I have the the uh, fortunate uh, realization of people coming up to me saying, I listen to your radio program and you told me to kick my son out. And then I said, you mean kick him out on the street? And you said, no, you could get hit by a car. Kick him to the driveway. That's that's all you need to do. And I did it. And he's never been the same. He's successful. You know, those kind of things. I look at that. If I only looked at how I felt from day to day, I don't think I'd be doing this uh, 35 years. Mm. 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 Man, that's good. Um, that's good. We're going to get, uh, to the big room question in just a okay. second, but there's a couple things we want you guys to do. Make sure you go check out newlife.com. Um, you know, new life live is a radio program every day. You can hear it all over the place. Check it out. Sirius XM, uh, all of those things you can, uh, follow the real Steven Arterburn <laughs> on socials and follow uh, new life live and uh, find out all kinds of stuff that they're doing uh, for the kingdom. It's really, uh, it's an unbelievable ministry. And Kim and I absolutely love what you guys are doing. Let me just uh, um, mention that if you want to talk to somebody or look at a resource or something, um, when the internet was invented by Al Gore, I was the first one to jump in and get newlife.com beating out 3,000 churches in America and around the world, and also <laughs> 7,500 vitamin companies called New Life Vitamins. <laughs> and then, um, before that, I had already gotten 1-800-NEW-LIFE. So uh, I've been very fortunate in, uh, in getting those, and they're pretty easy to remember. Absolutely. Yeah. If you if you need somebody to talk to, you want to 1-800-NEW-LIFE, man. Uh, and it's... Uh, it's just an incredible ministry. Thank you. Um, so we end every interview with the same question. We call it the big room question. Uh, if we could get every worship leader and all their volunteers and every production leader and all their volunteers, we gathered them all in one big room and we gave you a microphone. What would you feel compelled to say to them about what we do in the local church? Well, I would probably start with this. If you're not very good at this, you need to quit. Because <laughs> I'm kind of a motivational speaker, you know. <laughs> but here's why I say that. There are a lot of people that aren't in the service that are actually, they don't know it, but they're counting on you to do a great job. So that the people that are there, they're not motivated when they come. They're inspired. and that. That music that you choose and that you lead them in, it, it restores the soul of that person. And they're better people and they're more godly because you're doing a great job. But if you're angry all the time and demanding and um, more like a, a horrible basketball coach than a praise and worship leader, if that's what it takes 
stop doing that and and find something you're really good at and you enjoy it so much that people enjoy you doing it and let somebody else come in there and do this job. Um, there are people that are burning out and they're wanting to find another job. That's an, another thing. But there are also people that are trying so hard and they're, they've lost whatever it was that, you know, interested them in this job. And, and the word leader needs to be understood. Leader is not dictator and leader is not demander. When I hear about leadership, you know, the leader is the first to admit they were wrong. And if they hurt somebody, they're the first to make it right. A leader is the first one on their knees to pray, first one to read scripture, first one to seek out and be interested, first curious about other people and interested in what's going on in their lives. If that's not you, then you're not really a godly leader. and. There are a lot of people that are in charge of a lot of stuff, but they're not really godly leaders. It's fun. it's fascinating how God will, will use broken people to do big things because that's all he's got to work with is broken mm-hmm. people. So don't assume that just because somebody's got the biggest church in America that they're the best leader ever. They may not be. And so you just go and be the humble servant leader. And if people respond to that, keep going. But if they're not responding to you, uh, maybe it's time to look at something else that might be more rewarding to you and more rewarding to the people in that church. Mm, mm, mm. There it is, man. There it is. Um, Man, Steve, it's always such a joy to talk to you and to be around you and just to be a to benefit from your wisdom. So thank you for taking the time today. We, uh, we love new life and we love what you guys are doing and we love you. Well, thank you. You guys do a great job, Jen. It's great to get to meet you. Man, I have, I have met very few people who can have me laughing so hard I'm crying one minute Mm -hmm. and then hit me with like an uppercut of truth in the very next moment. Yeah, he's a little wild in a good way. A little wild card action. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, (laughs) man. Uh, I I can remember, uh, man, just, you know, being with them on some of the trips that we were on and, uh, you know, watching him teach. Uh, on the Greece trip, you know, we went to Ephesus, which is in, uh, in Turkey mm-hmm. and, uh, watching him, you know, stand in the grand theater in Ephesus, which, you know, it's hand built, it's 25,000 seeds or something ridiculous like mm-hmm. that. Like, how do you do that? Yeah. Um, but here he is, you know, teaching God's word and, um, just have amazing respect for Steve and, and love what they're doing at new life. And if you're, if you're person, maybe you're, you're wrestling with, uh, I don't know, man, what issue you might be wrestling with in ministry. Ministry can be challenging and yeah. hard and you can feel isolated and alone. And if you if you need somebody to talk to, um, yeah. dial 1-800-NEW-LIFE. And, uh, and th- I know they're waiting and they'd love to help. Right, yep, do it. 
Do it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 250 of the Worship Probs podcast. Like yeah, Brian man. said earlier, go on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us that five-star rating with a do nice it. review. Just it, it just it just helps. It helps get the message of the podcast out in front of more people. Hey, and while you're clicking around, make sure you hit subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcasts, yeah. you know? Clickety-clack, man. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just Don't not I'm just not ready for them sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. Oh, hit subscribe. Sorry. And guys, thank you so much for following us, for engaging with us, for sharing posts, for tagging us and stuff, for commenting, for dropping your DMs on all of the socials at Worship Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can uh, find us at Worship Leader Probs on TikTok. Uh, join our community group on Facebook. I keep forgetting yeah. to mention that one. Hop join in there. Join it up, man. Link hop, in the bio. Yeah, hop into that Facebook group and we're having some fun L-R-B. over there. Uh, and then you can even find us over on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Yeah, and guys, we're all about connecting people, right? We love, that's one of the things I've always loved. And I want to connect you to our friends at Maven Media Productions. They're they're doing so much great work for the kingdom. Uh, if, you've, if you follow Experience Conference on uh, the, any of the socials, like all the videos and graphics and all the stuff you see there, that all comes from Maven. Mm-hmm. And uh, so much of what you see from us with podcast videos and graphics about the podcast and um, all the stuff you see that looks really, really sharp, yep. it all comes from Maven. They're yeah. just incredible people. And if your church or your ministry, maybe you have a side hustle. Maybe you, maybe you sell a little Mary Kay, something <laughs> like that. You need somebody to help you with your social media presence, whatever it is. Right. You need to hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com because they can help you with whatever you have need of. Mm-hmm. And they're just amazing people. So mavenmediaproductions.com. And thanks to my friend, Scott Hoke, for our intro. Guys, we love you. Thanks for listening to episode 250. And until next time, deuces. Smell you later. Mm-hmm.